And welcome back everyone to D&D Outdoors. Today on the show, we got a lot. We have special guests for you guys last week, so we got a lot to catch up on here. A lot of crazy craps happened last week. Wouldn't you say, Dustin? How are you doing today? I'm, I'm hanging in there, man. Yes, yeah, a lot of crazy things that happened here. Beginning of the year, right? Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, everybody's getting all their crazies. All those, uh, what is it, those... Uh, uh, New Year's resolutions are getting everybody now. They're like, oh, I'm over that. Time to go crazy again. <laughs> I just feel all the hormones and all the love in the air for Valentine's Day coming up and get people all out of whack. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that one. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of important. Oh, my goodness. Well, yeah, we got a lot on the show. We got things happening in Minnesota, Colorado, Delaware, Nebraska, and in Dustin's home state of Virginia. It sounds like guys are having some fun out there. Yeah, it, it's they're trying to pass a bill where it's certain quote unquote assault rifles will be banned. Uh, I think they said July of 2023. Anything manufactured on that date or later would be banned, and they're categorizing different, like I said, assault rifles or assault weapons as they call them, and it's. I've been trying to find that list of what they're classifying that at, and I have yet to find it. Gotcha. Oh, I mean, what's an assault weapon? Yeah, I mean, you know, back before, you know, the Revolutionary War, an assault weapon would have been a musket. So what are we talking yeah. about? Hey, you know, they were going to eventually ban assault hammers, too. What about the flashlights? <laughs> Oh man, I have one of those actually. What about yeah, you got an assault flashlight? You got well, you got anything can be an assault thingy. I'm beat you over the head with a brick of paper for the coffee machine. Mechanical pencil? Yeah. An assault pen. Actually I think they do make those pens out like a knife pops out of when you uh they do. press it down. <laughs> oh Lord. Well, I don't know. We'll see. I don't think that'll pass it on Virginia. This ain't California or Colorado. Yeah, with Yunkin in office, I doubt it's going to go anywhere past his desk, so I'm not real worried about it. Especially if he wants to be president someday. Right. And once we get elected, I'll overturn it anyway, so it really doesn't matter. Yeah. Hell, today I just read that Joe Biden, um, the guy occupying the right House was, said that he was too inept to remember what he was doing with the classified documents and doesn't remember being vice president. So, hey, at least we can remember what happened yesterday. They can't charge him with crimes. So that's all you got to do is just say, I don't I don't remember doing that. That's my first time. In yeah. Hell oh, yeah. You can go out there and take me an elf. Say, I don't remember doing that. Where'd that come from? Must have fell yeah. from the damn sky. Yeah. Oy, oy. Yeah. Anyway, so we don't we don't really need to talk politics on here. We just get we get a little sidebar. We got to run our campaign a little bit here, anyways, right? Right. They haven't invited us to debate yet. Very unfortunate. Hey, yeah. but we did win Nevada. None of these candidates won down the ballot, and we were none of the candidates on the ballot. So hey, look at us. We won our first uh, primary. Just remember, folks, vote for us and vote our first year in office. Free hunting and or fishing license. Yeah. Hell yeah. Might as well. I mean, I don't know if you see what's happening out in Nebraska. Um, the senator, Steve 
Erdman out of Senate District 47 in Nebraska has came out saying he wants to defund the game, this, the state's game, defending the game and parks department. Nebraska Senator Steve Erdman from, is a Republican in District 47, says he has a bone to pick with the game department out there, and he supports defunding it until the department meets the standards of management. What he's planned to do, he introduced State Bill 1413, which will transfer money out of the game fund and will be moved into the general spending fund. He wants to move about $7 million from the game fund to the general fund and $2.5 million from the Nebraska Habitat Fund to the general fund. Now, people have reached out to him saying how stupid this is, and he has responded back to the emails. This was posted by Sportsman's Alliance. So, if, you know, Sportsman's Alliance is a pro-hunting uh, organization. I joined them. So if you want to you know, they fight for hunting and all that. Um, and hunting, fishing, and trapping. So, you know, it's like, I think it's like 25 bucks a year. And yeah. So what he, they have posted some of his responses to some people that emailed him. One of the responses are, are you confused about where you live? How can you be a constituent if you live out of state? Nice try. The other response is, whatever money we can take from you, I'm in favor of that. And he says, I will take every damn dime I can from the game and parks department. Those are just emails sent to people. I apologize. I took them out of context. I will take every dime I can from the game and parks, not damn. So I don't want to put words in his mouth. So yeah, Nebraska, what what you got going on out there, bud? What a great what, senator. Why, why don't you guys go look up Steve Erdman, and we'll be posting about this on our Instagram, and let him know how you feel about it. How about we go out on a limb here and say that our second order of business, once we're moved to Pennsylvania Avenue, would be uh, looking into this, and if that is true and he has said these things, we can prove it. Go on oh, home. I have the emails. We don't, oh, we don't need more, just go on home. He's a state senator. He's not one of the ones that we'll see in Washington. Someone just needs... No, I'm not going to say anything because I don't want to get the police knocking at my door. Never mind. I, I, I think <laughs> something we need to start looking into is, is once we get in there, to, let's clean up a little bit. If you are not for the people, go home. We don't need I you. Think, I think he's just mad because he can't bait a hook and catch a fish. He won't the guy at the Bass Pro Shop, was he? Oh, he might have been. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he might have been. I don't know. Now, in his defense, the water was cold. It was. It was It was a chilly day in, in Alabama. Oh, <laughs> my goodness, yeah. I think he either can't catch a fish, can't shoot a deer. He's just a cranky little cranky crank. Uh, oh, yeah, and to respond to people like that in an email, I mean, good gravy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, hey, just remember, I think it's an election season, too, in Nebraska. So just remember that. Hopefully someone runs against him and gets him out. Not the brightest man out there. No. It, no. A lot of them out there now, it seems like. Yeah. And that's kind of surprising coming from Nebraska. And the party he's affiliated with. I wouldn't really expect that. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's... I, it's usually... Yeah, well, Wilson cheap clothing, right? Seems like all of them are turning out to be that way. Yeah, 
Pretty much. Oh my goodness. Well, sometimes when you're a dog like that state senator, you gotta take care of a dog. Zone Protects Products has new anti-chewing spray for your dog. That was a pretty smooth transition there, eh? That's pretty so good. with your with your with your bird dog cooped up in the uh now that bird season's over with your bird dog cooped up going crazy in the house chewing stuff up. Head on over to Zone Protects Products and get yourself some dog de-chewer or anti-chewer. I don't know. I'm not the best with words, and I don't want to pull my phone up like I just did. But, yeah, head on over to Zone Protects. Keep your dog from chewing stuff. Keep your dog from digging in the yard. Great products, more than just mosquito repellent, attractants, things like that. Hell, even out here in Texas, they got armadillo repellent. So we don't got armadillos, so I'm not going not gonna to uh, get any of that right now. <laughs> oh, Lord. Not there. I don't think it was. I haven't seen any yet. I think they're more in like central Texas. Well, we got them in South Carolina. I've seen them. Yeah, I've seen them. I know they're in Texas. I just don't think they're out where I'm at in Texas. I'm not yep. too sure though. Hey, there's not much out here. Sand hill crane, snow geese, things like that. Mule deer. I don't think there's not too much. Too flat. But yeah, I hope to see an armadillo someday. That'd be pretty dang cool. They are kind of comical to watch. Yeah, I, I don't. I mean, I, we're going out to Waco, end of March or middle of March. So maybe I'll see one on like the side of the road or something scooting along. You know, Ugh. Minnesota. Well, you guys are back. Have wolves back in the cross here? Wolves. You guys are trying to do the opposite, of Colorado. Not bringing them in. You guys are trying to delist wolves. Last week, a group of 300 congreg- congregated during a congressional listing per- period to urging lawmakers to push for re-inter- a reduction of wolves. The meeting, which was hosted by United States Re- Representative Pete Stauber, brought the collective of angry residents who blame wolves for bad deer season, livestock depredation, and threatening their pets forward. The latest population survey says there's 2,700 wolves in the state of Minnesota. Plan calls for wolf management, maintaining a healthy herd uh, or pack population with between 2,200 and 3,000 wolves, which is based upon tallying to meet the objectives. It's going to be interesting, you know, I think, yeah, let's see if it moves forward. I've been hearing up north that, you know, between Minnesota and Wisconsin, Michigan, all the, all the wolves there being left unchecked the deer are really starting to uh really starting to feel the uh, brunt of it out there um so hopefully you know it gets passed it was uh, something floating around i saw it on facebook talking about the uh deer population you sent it to me i gotta find it yeah yeah Yeah, deer populations dropped like three four thousand deer in the past two three years something like that Yeah. yeah The wolf population escalated. Yeah. You know, just like everything with the wolves, they go up, animals go down. All y'all tree huggers get all hot and heavy over the wolves. I mean, I've been trying to reintroduce animals that were here once before. But when you're you're trying to force it and all like that, and you're messing with the whole ecosystem, man, it's a little bad. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm all for reintroduction. I mean, I don't. We sometimes don't come across that way, but I mean, it definitely needs to be regulate or kept in check what you're reintroducing. You just can't have 
these animals running wild out there, especially when you have a the world ain't what it used to. There's not millions of eight. Well, I guess there is, but there's towns and cities now. It's not like the animals just can run wild, you know? Right. So we will see. Hopefully, you know, it might get past. We'll see. I doubt it does because, but, you know, just because it is Wolf's Bay. I think it's really starting to gain a headway up in the Great Lake region because of all the deer population issues. Um, so we will we'll see how that goes. You know, I hope it goes. I hope it goes well. I hope they have a uh, wolf season. Just, I mean, they have a lot of damn wolves. And I mean, it's not like you're gonna take out thousands of wolves at a time. I mean, it's no, they're right. at, it's like rural northern on the Canadian border and things like that. So, I mean, it's not. We're probably about a handful of wolves. Yeah, I probably maybe probably four or five hundred a year. I would guess you probably could take that many? harvest. Yeah. Okay. No. I mean, throughout throughout all three states that they pass, not just not Minnesota. Um, you know, I'm not saying that. Let's see. Let's see what was Montana's. Montana's well, a wolf let's, let's harvest. Let's this out there too, that since, you know, I'm pretty sure that the government is now listening due to our previous conversation, that if you're yeah. having difficulties with elevated, you know, deer or big game numbers and you want to decrease them, just call us and we'll – We'll come in and take a few of them out. And yeah. So let's we'll see eat. here. We'll donate the meat to the to the local uh, food banks even. Yeah, I wonder what wolf tastes like. So let's well, see. In... Elk and all I get, but okay. Yeah. Somebody so, went all, you know, let's eat a canine on me. Yeah. Hey, people, I heard, I heard coyotes pretty good. So you never know. It might be good. So just for uh just for like reference, two hundred forty seven wolves have been harvested in the last uh wolf season in Montana. So their season started September second, twenty twenty three was when archery season opened up. So you know, I think eh? 500 wolves across three states probably is doable. I mean, Montana, I mean, Minnesota's not going to be like Montana where there's going to be, but I mean, probably one state, probably be 200 a state, I'd say. So maybe 600 total. Okay. I mean, if the wolf population is as big as they say, you know, it makes sense. But I also don't know, like, the total number of hunters in those states. We'll just say everybody that went there, half them shot a wolf. That would be 150 people, that 100 wolves, that they were successful. 300 people showed up. So, oh, I'm trying to do math in my head. It's not working out too well. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Well, football season's coming to an end. You probably got some old game meat in your freezer that you need to get out to make room for your new game meat. Back your game back. Here's some tailgate spices. Lots of different spices they got. Season up that old meat, make it taste good. Again, well, I mean, gaming never goes bad, but you know, some good seasoning. Head on over to tailgatespices.com. Get yourself some seasoning today. Colorado. We should just call this the Colorado podcast. Like how last year was California. <laughs> this year this year just seems to be Colorado, man. I feel bad. See, I love living in that state, too. Colorado has decided to ban their April mountain lion hunt. Um, so Colorado voted 
also that week to ban electronic collars when it comes to mountain lion hunting as well. It was unanimous across the Colorado Parks and Wild Commission ending the April hunt. Um, the set number of mountain lions to be harvested in Colorado is 650. That's like their quota, and then the seasons get shut down. There's estimated between 3,000 3, to 7,000 mountain lions. That's a damn big estimate. You know. Um, yeah. Colorado has never hit their 650 quota. On average, there's about 500 mountain lions killed a year. Um, I guess my question is, do you think that they are doing this because of that ballot initiative that's trying to come up to ban mountain lion hunting and to ban, you know, that and just say, hey, see, we're we're hearing you guys, you know, we. So it's like their way of like saying, you know, we're going to give a little, but don't outright allow it to be banned, you know, to make the voters that are thinking of voting for it happy. Yeah, I. It's hard to say. Uh, once you see them start doing that, though, I, I got a feeling that they're going to go ahead and, and, and try to ban it. Yeah, well, so the banning is going to a vote, like for the wolves. It's up to the people of Colorado. The only thing I could say kind of gives me a little hope is I've seen a lot more publicity about this mountain lion hunt happening in Colorado, trying to ban it, than I did with the wolves being reintroduced. And I think the wolves might have been a a wake up for people like, oh, we actually have to worry about this. Um, you know, I was reading this thing online that only this is in Colorado, this is in Wisconsin. Only forty percent of hunters in Wisconsin are registered to vote. <laughs> so that leaves sixty percent of the pe- people that hunt don't vote in one state. I mean, I don't know what that is across the U.S., but I'm assuming it's pretty damn similar in states. Now, now, how do they go about telling all this? Because I've never had somebody come up to me asking me, "Are you registered to vote? Are you a registered Democrat? Are you a registered Republican?" We're independent. We know that. We're running for president. We know this <laughs> for D&D. But I've never had somebody come up and ask me all this. So how, where are these polls being conducted at? Um, Online, I'm sure. Gun, this guy, he'd go to gun shows, hunting conventions, things like that. As someone that worked on a winning campaign in 2016, but you didn't know that either. In 2024? In 2024. Well, yeah, this might make me one and one now. When we <laughs> were out registering voters and doing, like, voter surveys, you know, we would be, we'd go door to door. We would sit in front of, like, gun stores and things like that and find out. So. Okay. okay. There's ways like that. Just a little insight. But, so, yeah, damn, this better not tarnish my record. I'm one for one working with the president. So. I'd be very upset if we don't win. <laughs> I've got a good feeling. We've already put our one state here, so. Yeah, exactly. A few more only, to go. Only a few more. I'm feeling pretty good, too. Oh, man. Then we can get these. Uh, Colorado is becoming one of those states. It's coming to the next Washington. It's becoming the next California. So that happens all them damn Californians who there. But we'll see. Will be something interesting to see. I mean, it's only your election's only six, seven, eight, eleven, minus two, nine, nine months away. 
<laughs> you like how I did that math? Yeah, Dude, I, yeah. No one ever said math is not strong suit. Oh, man. As our newest sponsor of the show, Old Glory Beef Jerky. Oh, man. That was, be a good, that was a good interview with Ricky the other day, or last week. Yeah. Whenever we did it. So I can't even keep track of time. Head over to Old Glory Beef Jerky and get yourself some beef jerky made right here in the U.S. of A. You don't really get that anymore. I don't feel beef jerky. I don't know where any of the other jerky companies make their stuff, but I don't think it's probably in America. I, I don't know. Yeah. Well, Delaware. That's not a state I would be putting in pro hunting, but Delaware oh. in the in the House, the House representatives passed thirty-seven to zero to allow bird hunting. Sunday. SB 271 will allow the hunting of game birds on Sundays. I guess Delaware is another one of those no Sunday hunt states. It now heads to the state Senate. I, I guess 37 to 0 is good and if it makes that in the state house to go to the state Senate to pass. So you guys might be able to hunt birds out there in Delaware on Sundays. That's pretty exciting, I guess. Huh? I mean, I don't really picture Delaware and hunting two and two maybe delaware and crabs i don't know no that's maryland oh oh i don't know what no, i guess well no that's maryland too where they hunt that i guess well i guess delaware is a small state so i guess there has to be hunting there but i'm sure it's not super popular out there so it's good to see it making traction like that um on it i don't know it seems like more and more states are going against also uh getting rid of Sunday hunting, which is kind of nice as well. I see both sides of it. You know, it used to be, you know, they didn't want you out there because of religious beliefs and stuff like that. But, you know, for the people that actually have to work, you know, sometimes they're working six days a week, so they only have that one day off. And what better way to be closer to God than sitting in a tree? It's very true. Yeah. Yeah, oh, that's very interesting. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I don't know. I feel like that's one of those, uh, what is it? What's the real, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, the uh, separation of church and state. You know, well, yeah. If you want to look at it from a state's standpoint in it, you know, if you are working six days a week, are you going to go out and buy a hunting license if you can't hunt on a Sunday? On your one day? Yeah, you're making more revenue. Yeah. They're cutting their own throat if they're not letting you hunt to, to but all I know in the article, this picture too, is this is what Delaware looks like. It looks pretty, it looks like a beautiful state. I don't think it's the Delaware, but you know, maybe it's pretty. Looks a little mountainous and trees. Almost looks like you got a picture of Maine. It, we went through Delaware on the way home from our stingray hunt, and it was pretty much just flat. I mean, oh, it was, this is this pretty is in Delaware then. <laughs> who knows but if you guys are looking for hunting we got virginia has opened up their elk hunt and tennessee elk hunt register or draw date ends on the end of the month of february i'm happy to give you a date because i don't want to compete against me trying to get stan tennessee elk tag but <laughs> just know it's open so we're going to do you guys a little favor there on that. But, yeah, Virginia's open. Tennessee's open. 
and I think that's all that's over on that. It's getting to that time of year, though, when applications are starting to open up. So, um, just don't apply this year. Just let me, just don't apply. Let me actually get a chance to go hunt and finally, again, in those hard states to draw. You know, yeah, let's see. It's going to be interesting to see. I bet you Colorado has a lot of applicants this year. I've already been seeing online a lot of people are going to be burning all their points in the next three years because of the uh, wolf and reintroduction. Yeah, get so, it while you can. It's going to piss me off because I got a lot of points in Colorado. I don't really want to burn them. I don't know. I have to figure that out. Figure that out as we go. You know. I don't, I don't think the wolves are going after mountain goats. So, you know, I think I'm safe on that one. Would you come no. out if I got drawn for mountain goat hunting? Go on a mountain goat hunt? I don't snow up some sheer face cliffs? Maybe. 14,000 feet in elevation? Maybe, yeah. I Maybe. Could... Maybe. That's one of those once-in-a-lifetime hunts. Might every, be time a... I, every, every time I put in for mountain goat, I'm like, oh, man, I hope I get drawn. Then I'm like, damn, I really hope I do. But also the amount of shape I'm going to have to get into to climb those damn mountains at that elevation. Like, yeah, I'm going to just be like, you know, like everything I do procrastinates and be like, oh, crap, I got a month to go until I got to go month to go hunting. I'm going to start running, I guess. I don't know. Get on one of them stair machines. Yeah. Stair machines with a 25, 45-pound backpack on you. Damn. I think I'm looking into I mean, for a lot of the guides uh, on horses. If you think of it, a lot of these tags are like take 30, 40 years to draw. So there's a lot of old people up there. Unless you're the guy that's up there today, I'm sure it's not too bad. That's what I want to do. I want to go in and do a horseback hunt. That'd be fun. They're big in Colorado. We'll see if they still stay big. They're big out west. Tennessee has got a couple of them doing. Going in for pigs and all that. Really? Yeah. That would be fun. Head back in. Hey, well, maybe if I get drawn for elk in Tennessee, we can do a horseback on him. There you go. I was looking at the Tennessee elk map. You know, a lot of them are like, eh, it doesn't look too bad at hiking. I say that till I get there. What side of Tennessee is it on? One's kind of like in the central part of Tennessee. And then okay. one's right on the... Uh, Kentucky border. Let's mm. hopefully I just get drawn for Virginia. <laughs> That'll make it a lot easier. Then you got to figure out how to do that. Because I ain't even sure how that ha that goes. So I've been looking on it. or just reading because they had an article about how successful their hunt was. It looks like you've got gaming fish you eat with. And then they kind of assign you your areas. And then you just go out and hunt. And then there's like some that have private property, but they have deals with the private landowners. I mean, what? Let me let me look that up. I'm like almost a ninety nine percent sure. It's like a hundred percent hunt. Yeah, I I want to say like, what this is the second year they've done this. Yeah. Second, yeah, second year. Yeah, because I put in for the first year, the second year. This will be my third year putting in. I want to say um, they've had a, it's a hundred percent success rate. I'm pretty sure it is. I'm ninety nine point nine nine percent sure it's hundred. I'm looking. I'm trying to find it right now. They're uh, only doing like five tags a year. 
Yeah, five tags a year. One of the tags can be a non-resident draw, but no non-resident has drawn it yet. So, which isn't very... 600 successful in the inaugural. I'm just saying it's 100. We'll go with 100%. If we're wrong, it looks like yeah, I know to Dale. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Just yell at me. I'm used to it. So, um, yeah, there's nothing. I can't find the success right now. But, yeah, I think it's pretty. I'm 90% sure they said it was 99. Here you go. Run route previous years. So, 2023, 17,000 acres. Yeah, that's some big old elk. Yeah, you like meet and do like a thingy at the like an orientation at the start of it. Then everybody goes hunting, and then they come and take a picture. It looks like, and so there were one, two, three, four, five, six elk with the Rocky Mountain elk in 2023. So that's 100. percent And let's look at 2022. Same thing. One, two, three, four. Yep. Yeah, hundred percent. They got some big bulls out there too. So let's see. Damn, they say four hundreds took shots over a hundred yards with the longest being two hundred. That'd be a dream for elk hunting, honestly. <laughs> I think that big was that far of a shot, really. No, that's what I'm saying. My my elk that I shot three thirty. The closest I've seen a shot was about I've seen like close shots. I might my down was muzzle hunt we got within one fifty. And then the other one was within a hundred when you know, he's not very good at shooting. So um he blames the scope, but you know. Uh. <laughs> um so but yeah, so yeah, just go ahead, put in for it, have some fun. Just don't put in for Virginia, Tennessee, Colorado, Utah, Arizona, Oklahoma, Kentucky. Maine, Florida, and South Carolina. We can put it in for all the others. And Texas. We can put it in for all the other states, though. Thank you guys very much for listening to D&D Outdoors. We hope you guys have a great rest of your day. If you're heading to work, it will be over soon.